And good evening, everybody. Hello, Joel. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good, really, really good. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, the wonderful, beautiful, stunning, smartest fuck, Joel. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Hope everyone had a good uh, weekend. Um, hope everyone's doing really, really good, making progress with their dogs, their businesses. Um, this is the uh, Wake the Fucker with Jeff show, and you would know that because it's not branded properly. Um, um, now it is. Um, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. I wanted to actually talk about Wake the Fuck Up with uh, Jeff, which is now part of um, our community. And Joel will talk about our community. And it's the only place you can see my morning show now is on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the community. And Joel will talk to you about how to join the community. And I'll do a screen share on how to join it as well. But a lot of people have been wondering where that is. That's been moved over there. It's the only place you can see it. The community, which is a private group, which you join, you can pay, get a yearly subscription, a monthly subscription. Um, it does 10 times what Patreon was able to do. Um, and then also Joel is in it as well. And we do Q and A's and there's, there's uh, videos in there that are not seen anywhere else. They'll never be able to be seen anywhere else. We do two twice a month. We do Q and A's through Zoom, so it's face to face, voice to voice. So it's like this, but in a much more serious context. So um, people are really, really enjoying it. They're making incredible progress with their dogs, incredible progress with their businesses. But this is the, the What Would Jeff Do show, and this is a Q and A show. And a lot of people ask their dog training questions, their business questions, not as much, but mostly their dog training questions. People are struggling with their dogs a lot right now, more than ever. Mm -hmm. Most people are asking us how to stop unwanted behaviors. That's the big thing. And, and the reason is because 90% of this industry doesn't actually know how to do it. And that sounds far-fetched, but it is very true. We are seeing more and more um, parts of our industry totally not understand at all or be successful at all on how to stop an unwanted behavior. We're seeing more and more parts of this industry not giving owners advice on how to prevent all of these unwanted behaviors, how to set your house up, how to manage your house, how to start the basics with your dog. Um, we're on, you know, the, the, the social media is saturated with dog training advice. And I look through it once in a while just to see, you know, sort of take the temperature and it's incredible the advice that people are giving because I'm like, this is literally the opposite of what you, you, someone, you're really going to create a problem with this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the advice on everything from jumping on people to leash reactivity, to resource guarding, to aggression, to separation anxiety. Um, you know, I just did an interview with somebody because we're doing a separation anxiety course and maybe some of you are familiar with this, how to stop separation anxiety. Oh, leave the room for five minutes. Come back in. Let your dog know you're still there. Leave the room for 10 minutes. Come back in. Let your dog yeah. you're still there. And I'm like, how do you get up to eight hours? <laughs> how do you get up to four hours? And then this is inside the house. Then leave the house for five minutes and come back in. And if your dog starts barking, just come back in and stand there. Let him just let your dog just let your dog know you're still there. So basically you could it, never leave your house. Oh, these folks can't. I know. For a year. 
That's, as they've many only, people can. They, they've owned the dog for a year. They can never leave the house. Mm-hmm. When one person has to stay home. One person has to stay home. So um, it's really, really incredible, you know, what's, um, what is going on. It's beyond incredible how bad the advice is that people are giving. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about us is people can think we give bad advice, but we have the proof. So we have documented, like we show our work. We show all of our work. We've got courses. Um, we put out free free videos. We have so much stuff that actually shows how we stop stuff. We do live training. And there's trust me, there's many, many, many good and great dog trainers out there. Don't get me wrong. But 90% of this industry is just making things much worse and charging thousands of dollars to clients and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, oh, the dog is like slightly obedience trained with minimal distractions or no distractions, but not for the real world. And I think this industry is set up for that. This industry is set up for teaching your dog basic commands in your home or in a training center, but not anywhere else. The dog will not do these commands or listen to you with distractions or outside your house, even in your own backyard. And it's terrible. And it's really, really terrible. And I don't say this to diss anybody. I say this because I care so much about owners and I want you to be successful. And I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about because you've been there. That's how I got into this industry 20 years ago because I was there. I went to six different trainers. I was like, none of this stuff is working. None of it. Until I found somebody that trained similar to me. And what do you know? 20 years later, here we are. And we've got some great courses. Joelle was surprised her eyeballs aren't popping out today. Yeah, no, because she was, she was going nonstop on her computer today. She's got a lot of stuff planned for you. A lot of stuff planned for you. So anyway, let's that's why I'm in on. my pajamas already. You're <laughs> calling it a night. Let's let's get right into it. Okay, let's see. Joyful Canine says, "Happy Monday." Uh, I mandated homework for my team and to join and participate in this Monday J and J live tonight. I'm excited for them. LOL. Awesome. Hopefully nice. they won't file a hostile workplace claim. Right. Forcing <laughs> me to watch this podcast. <laughs> right. right. Fucking the appropriate. Right. Or, checking our Christmas pajamas. Or, or, and or sex, sexual harassment claim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Welcome that's a great to idea. our world. But you know what's great is a lot of people do that with um, also our courses. They'll, yeah. They'll have um, a training center will like say everyone, need, everyone needs to watch this course. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll do that with their clients as well. They'll be like, just watch this. That's what I like is like, we have got such great clients. We've got so many dog trainers that follow us. They'll actually take our courses and they'll, um, have, have their clients say, mm-hmm. watch this as well. And it just accents what they're being taught. Yeah. It's something that they can keep going back to, keep going back to, keep going back to. We even have, everyone's like, you know, when we do our coaching and stuff, they're like, do you have a you know, like a new hire onboarding process. We're like, we haven't watched Green to Graduate. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally your entire training yeah. philosophy in yeah. one course. Yeah. Like it's literally building dog dog trainers' careers, that course. Yep. 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 Um all right, what else we got? Avi says that's so cool. Good mm-hmm. evening to all. Absolutely. Hey Avi. Snuggle Bun says hello everyone. Hey Snuggle Buns. Constant said hey gang. Hey Constant. Hey Constance. Let's see. Anybody on Insta yet? Nope. Um, let's see. Oh, that's right. We're streaming. Says, so, hey, everyone. Sorry. 
Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. How are you? Um, we stream live on Rumble, on Instagram. We stream live on Facebook. We stream live on YouTube. And then our podcast is on, oh, geez. Whatever, whatever, whatever podcast platform you listen to, just, you know, what would Jeff do? Just search for it. You'll find it. Also, real quick, guys, tonight is last call for joining the community at the $299 annual membership price and getting the weekend seminar course that we just filmed in Pearson, Florida. So it's completely free if you join as a annual member before midnight. And there's a lot of troubleshooting in that course, like a lot, a lot, mm. like human aggression, leash reactivity, pushiness, leash pulling, jumping, counter surfing. Like it's a problem solving seminar. Yeah, That's literally what it's called. And we recorded it. It is not going to be for sale anywhere else. It's just something we're doing for our annual community members. So tonight's the last night to take advantage of that. Right. And this is, um, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, um, you can see a couple of uh, uh, right there at the top. For everyone on Instagram, I apologize. You can't see this. But, you know, grab the pre-sale now, which is right there for the Office Private Community is now open. Um, Then we also have some coaching available. And then obviously we we have all our coaches. Oh, sorry. So so coaching is sold out um, for, for this for this one, for this yeah, one, we don't worry, there'll be more. And then there's also free, um, free training and join our mailing list. Please join our mailing list, absolutely. And then here's all your courses right there. All right. Let's see. Laura says, "Hey, I'm Laura. I'm part of the Joyful Dog Team." Oh, awesome. hey, Laura. How are you? I think we met you once before. Sam said, "Love the PJs, Joel." Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Once it's past Thanksgiving, it's it's full blown Christmas yeah. here. Oh yeah. Sam said, I'm already in mine. Well, yeah, it gets dark at like five o'clock. It's like, how can you not? I can't even imagine being in like normal clothes. I think it was though. about 530. Yeah. Because I put the chickens away like. Yeah, right I'd six. say it's a little yeah. bit closer to six here. Yeah. But, but it'll, it'll, it'll shrink a little bit. It'll get closer and closer to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brooke said, Duel, you made me go put my Christmas PJs on. Yeah. Everybody put the Christmas. Everybody put I them love on. It. I yeah. love Christmas PJs. The little Santa Claus These are slippers. like bamboo ones too. Feel how soft they are. Very breathable. Very good. They're made That's of great. bamboo. That's great. Snuggle buns. I just got a bark collar for my papillon who barks incessantly in her crate when I leave. Yeah. I'm glad I followed your advice and tested it when I was home. The first time the fit was she, wrong. She screamed. So yeah. I had it on level two, adjusted the fit because I noticed it was caught up in her flea collar. Ah. And when I got ready to leave, she started barking and freaked out at the level two. I put it back on one right. and waited in the driveway for a bit before Good I left. Feel. She only triggered the collar once while I was gone. Great. Now my dad can finally sleep without having to hear her carry on. Wonderful. Yeah, they've got an odometer. Just to let you know, you mentioned flea collar. If it's the, I won't mention any brands, but it be it rhymes with Sresto. Um, and um, look into those. Look into just Google up that name of that collar and then Google cancer. All right, and just do some research on that. Because what you're doing is even your topical flea and tick stuff, you're putting poison into your dog. Just a little bit of a heads up. So I'm not a vet. That probably won't tell you this though, um, but uh, just do do independent research on DuckDuckGo um, um, if that's your or whatever you know search engine you you choose, and just do your research on flea and tick prevention um, because what it is is yes it's poison, but does it have to be really always on your dog constantly going into your dog system? So just to give you a heads up. Next. Kim says, hi. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. How are you? Kay Wolf says, hey, everyone. Hey, how are you? Hello. 
Alicia says, hello, you too. Oh, wow. A lot of hellos. Carmel says, hi from Australia. Oh, hey, hey. you. How are you doing? Harry, hey, J&J, there's a new ban on XL bullies in the UK. You can't own them here anymore. That's what Possibly I Possibly coming here to Ireland, too. Yep. If they didn't ban e-callers, they probably wouldn't need to ban an entire breed. Right. <laughs> exactly. So there's, there's, this is how it all starts. So this is why I yell and scream. You know, this is why I also have a... a, a... What the heck? Sorry. We lost our camera. Lost Sorry, our... everybody. We lost our camera. And this is not a GoPro. And we're not sure why that yeah. happens. Yep. We need a new wire, possibly. Yeah, we, we have to order one tonight. Um, uh, this is why I yell and scream so much and go on to rants, and, and I'm the crazy guy, supposedly, um, about banning things. You're making everybody, you're making things easy now to ban. Once you start. So, don't like Greyhound Racing? Oh, well, let's ban it. Okay, fine. I, I get it. You don't like it. But... You're like, oh, let's ban Greyhound Racing. Let's ban, let's do breed BSL. Let's do e-cowers. Let's do prong cowers. Let's do, um, um, there, there's legislation up for, you know, I've seen legislation in Canada. Um, you can't say no to your dog. Dogs have to be willing participants of the training. Um, you, uh, all kinds of different things. So pretty soon they're gonna start banning even more things. So now they're banning XL bullies and now the next thing you know, they're gonna ban something else. And a lot of people say, well, they should because they're aggressive. I'm like, well, statistically, there's other aggressive breeds that are higher. I believe the bully breeds are, you know, first of all, that's a wide variety of breeds, but you're looking at like, you know, six and up as far as that. So, you know, what is next? Are we gonna be banning other breeds? And they will, they will. Um, they banned fox hunting in the UK. Um, so what's happening is once the momentum goes and they're like, oh, that was easy to do, sort of like putting a mask on, on the world, you know, that was easy to do. What's next? Um, I think it's really, really important for folks to understand that, that oh, good. You, you might feel that like, well, I can't stand XL bullies. That's not my opinion, but somebody might have that opinion. I'm glad they're banning them. That's fine. But how about if they start banning your breed, the breed that you have? Oh, they would never do that. Sure they would. Ban yeah, any breed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You put enough money behind it, you put enough people behind it, and social media is filled with enough lies, and they already have the momentum machine out there that is set up for this. Of course they will. Absolutely. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to do. I mean, hell, the Queen's Corgis were highly aggressive. Let's ban those in the UK, right? So just be careful. Next. Enjoy the journey dog training. Howdy, howdy. Sorry I missed Saturday community Zoom. Will they always be Saturday mornings? So Not necessarily. They'll always be Saturday. But I've been toying with the idea of possibly doing an afternoon one for the people who can't make the morning ones. But I'm not but sure. Weekends, though. Yeah, they'll always be Saturday. I'll always be in the weekends. It's just yeah. a matter of what time on mm -hmm. Saturday. Mm -hmm. But they can watch the replays, though. They can. On, um, but they can't ask their question. No, they, they can't. Right. So... And they're every other week, and you know, but at least you can you can ask your questions on the free Q and A here. Yeah. And then in the community, you can um, if you can you can watch the replay if you want to. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see. Amber, I live in Fort Myers with a field golden retriever. Mm. She's highly reactive around dogs, people. She doesn't know. Okay. 
She'll lunge and bark, yep. which obviously frightens folks that may not know dogs. Sure. She's never bitten or showed her teeth in tense situations. If people just give her three minutes and completely ignore her to sniff, she becomes okay. It's the fast approach and handout that bothers her. I'd like your initial thoughts about this, but I'm also in Fort Myers, so not too far. You're right. You should probably do a boarding train with us. So here's a couple of, so you should do a boarding train and be serious about this. So here's a couple of things. I know dogs. Okay. I've been doing this for a long time. Um, I've worked with a lot of dogs. I, my specialty, our specialty is aggression rehab. I don't want your dog, even without its teeth bearing, lunging and barking at me. So let's also now look at it that from that perspective. Nobody wants a dog lunging at them, friendly or not. And I don't know that your dog is not friendly. Just because it's not showing its teeth, that doesn't mean it's not going to bite me. But I also don't want it jumping on me. Now, you also mentioned until it gets to sniff. I don't want your dog sniffing me. I don't want your lunging, barking dog even actually even coming into my space. Don't take it personally. Please don't take it personally. It's not you. It's not your dog. Look at it, please, from someone else's eyes. Would you want my German Shepherd that was lunging at you? Would you want me to say, hey, just stand there, don't worry, in three minutes after my dog actually gets close enough to sniff you, everything will be fine. That's how people get bit. Maybe it's the opposite, though. Maybe the people are putting the pressure on the dog. It sounds like people are running up to the dog. Oh, I'm great dog. Exactly. So that's where then, so that was my next section of the response is, so that's one angle. We have free videos, but we have a, a something called Chaos to Control. We have four leash reactivity courses. And they're all 40% they're all 40% off right, off right now. Right now. So if you go to Sally Canine Academy, only through midnight though, because Black Friday is over. Yep, I would get, I would look at um, the Chaos to Control course. So now, from the other standpoint, people are it sounds like people are rushing up to the dog. That's a major no-no. So no, stop, back off. I just put a post up on that today. So don't have people. So you need to advocate for your dog. You need to advocate for your dog. And then it doesn't matter that your dog, well, my dog will be friendly in three minutes. It doesn't matter. It's rude for these people to be doing this. Now, your dog is, quote unquote, friendly now, and I believe you, but it might not stay that way if you don't keep at, if you don't advocate for it. So you need to advocate for your dog. So I don't let people pet our dogs. Now, that doesn't mean no one pets our dogs, but it's a pretty much a blanket statement that, you know, 9,999 out of 10,000 people are not going to pet our dogs. We have a next door neighbor, they'll pet our dogs. You know, if you came to our house. Not even really, though. They just play with them. Yeah. They don't even pet but, them, but really. Still, but yeah. inter interact, interact. But it's like your average person walks up on the street, they're not petting our dogs. They're not approaching us. If their mm -hmm. dogs aren't approaching us. The humans are not approaching us. Their kids are not approaching us. And it sounds sort of like standoffish and anti-human, but it's not. It's pro-owner and pro-dog. And it needs to be done more. If you struggle with hurting people's feelings, I can't tell you don't struggle, but it's like, don't worry about hurting people's feelings. If you truly care about your dog, you'll advocate for your dog. Now, can we get to the point where people can pet your dog? Sure. But the goal right now is why 
also think about this mentally to yourself. Why do people have to pet your dog? What is it inside you? Why? Why do people have to pet your dog? It's your dog, right? You're, you're, you're working your dog because when you're outside in public, it's work. Just look at it a couple different ways. Look at it a couple different ways. But we're really good at stopping it. We're really good at preventing it. Um, but now you're at the point where you have to stop it. So we can absolutely help you. Absolutely. Leash reactivity is huge. And we're really excellent at stopping it. Very quickly, by the way. One session, two sessions. Next. Shaster Jet says, I always come in late to y'all's lives or miss them completely, but I always watch them later. Love all oh, your work. Awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. The first, the first usually 10, 15 minutes are usually just like everybody saying hello. So don't worry about it. But at least you watch the replays, which is great and, and much appreciated. Yeah. So thank you. We appreciate it. Yep, definitely. Um, and if you guys do enjoy our show, we would really appreciate it if you could like, comment, yeah. share. Yeah. Send it to somebody yeah. who would also enjoy it. Right. Ooh, spread the word. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that's how we get more people. That's how we grow the community. And that's how we also help more people help more people. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the issue. It's we need like, more common sense out there. This is the issue is that people are struggling more and more and more. And they're getting, like I said at the beginning of the show, they're getting so much false information. I mean, incredible amount of false information. It's just incredible amount. Um like, the, the, again, these, I'll give you an example. The folks that are separation anxiety, they've been struggling with it with a year. They can't leave the house. Imagine that. A, a married couple can't leave the house. It's extremely common. It is. And then they, they've tried. They've hired people. Yeah. They've hired people. It's not like they're, like, stupid, and it's not like they're lazy. They're mm -hmm. trying. Mm -hmm. But they can never go out together unless they get a pet sitter. And we can probably stop the self-mutilation the destruction of the kennel, the destruction of the house, um, within one to two to three days, probably, and then now start creating what we want. Yeah. But the first step is stopping it. And that's what people aren't talking about. They're like, you're doing this five-minute thing. It's like, why don't we just stop it? We can stop it in five seconds, usually. And we've got so many examples. We do. Put it this way. We stop separation anxiety historically in five seconds. Now, is it completely gone? No. But the visible damage that the dog is doing to itself, that's doing to the home, that's doing to a kennel, we absolutely stop it. Absolutely stop it. Next. Do, can they, I didn't watch the interview yet, but like, can they even be in a different room than the dog? No. Like it has to be in the room of them. Oh, well, no, no. They, they, the dog's always following them around too. I see. Yeah. But it sleeps with them, I assume? Not with them, but it sleeps like on the in their bedroom on the floor. Right. Like they couldn't kennel it in another room. No, God, no. Okay. No, no, no. Crystal says, what do you use for flea and tick prevention? So we, we like Wonderside. Wonderside? We, we need to reach out to them. Wonder, wonder, <laughs> we, link up with them. So we do one, yeah, Wonderside. I'm going to talk to you actually about, remember you said that because I want to talk to you about that and a bunch of other stuff. Okay. Um, so Wonderside we use, and then I, every other month for heartworm, it's again, it's still, this is a poison, but it's, we, we get ivermectin um, uh, concentrate. Um, it's not really concentrated, but it's just the raw ivermectin. And um, you can get that at um, heartwormprevention.com. Is it Heartworm Prevention USA or Heartworm Prevention? .com. Is it just? No, heartwormprevention.com. That's it. Okay. Yep. Um, next. 
Snuggle buns will do. I saw that Wonderside makes a similar collar and was thinking about switching. Yeah. Yeah, they made it the new peppermint oil collar. And I will, like when we were filming our lives a lot in the summer, I'd put them like on my legs because I get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yeah. And it actually works. Yeah. Like, and I trust Wonderside because it's yeah. not toxic. Yeah. Put it this way. I'll spray myself with Wonderside. Unfor- it smells so good. Unfortunately, um, Joelle's, um, one of her dogs uh, got cancer. Um, and passed a couple of years ago, um, if, even that long ago. And um, we, we have someone that does a lot of holistic uh, medicine. And Bert was in the hospital at the time. And um, we were talking to him about, you know, he actually specifically said, is this name brand collar on your dog? And we said, oh, yeah, they work great. Like, we didn't know. And he said, call up the hospital and have them take it off right now. Like, that's how important it was to get it off the dog, to get it off the dog. And it's it's sort of like some people might not know this, just like some people might not know that Beneful is horrific for dog food. Um, so um, you can do your research, do independent research, though. You don't have to listen to me at all. You don't have to listen to my advice at all on anything, frankly. But But just do your independent research. Next. Uh, Joyful Dog says the crate ban scares me the most. So in, in in Sweden, you can't have doors on crates. So in Sweden, you can't have a door on a crate. And everyone will be like, that's great because it's like a jail and you should be caging up your animal and you should do all this. So like that's also been suggested and put up for legislation as well. And um, if they ban, and they actually have got heavy fines in, in, in Sweden for that. And if you talk to a dog trainer in Sweden, they'll tell you what a, what, what, a, what, a, what a shit show it is. So people are, are, it's the same thing with, you know, e-cowers, shock cowers, like people that use them, like it's the most incredible tool in the world. Um, and they are the most incredible training tool in the world, but people that are against them, number one, have zero idea. Um, what they do, how a dog is trained on it. Um, they've never seen a dog trained on them at all. They just keep, it's sort of like what's going on in the world right now with, with, with world affairs. People have like, they'll, they'll attend marches of like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you pull them aside. Like, so, oh, so can you tell me exactly what you're marching for and like what the issues are? And they'll be like, well, actually, I actually don't know exactly. It's like, ah, so you just want to be a sheep is what it is. You just want to yell and scream is what it is. You, but you actually do, haven't done your research. You haven't done research at all. Next. Um, Julie said, I love Wonderside. Yeah, they're great. Kim said, oh my God, I just watched Mastering the Walk. How did I miss this? It's excellent. Love the techniques. Mm. Yeah, that's in the community now too. Yeah. All these amazing master classes and stuff are all inside the community. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're an annual member, you get like like literally thousands of dollars of value for like 300 for the, for the year. Right. Like you pay once and you're in. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. And doors are closing November 30th. So like you won't be able to sign up until we reopen doors probably mm-hmm. in 2024. 321. The cod says great show. You too. I've got a two year old Rottweiler. He's a great family dog. He's wicked smart. How can I best train him to be a service dog? Thanks. Well, we don't know. Did you see this, by the way? I didn't. I didn't oh, get a top yeah, chat. Yeah. How come you see it and I don't? I don't know. 
That's weird. Oh, Kristen gave me decaf coffee money. Thank you oh, so much. Nice. That's so nice of you. Five dollar top chat. Um, so we don't. First of all, you don't know if your dog. I don't know if your dog could be a service dog. We don't know. How old is the dog? Two. Two. Okay. So we don't. I don't know. I don't know if it, it, it would be. You know. You know. It would. It would be qualified. But number one, a good start is our green graduate course. Our green graduate course. So we train every dog to have service dog quality public access and obedience. So your dog, and also, I don't, you don't need to tell me this. Uh, what do you, you know, it all depends on what tasks you need the dog to do, support, um, and, you know, things like that. Um, so, but as far as the behavior of the dog, it has to be pristine. So the Green to Graduate course, though, will give you the foundation work that you need. And then we can go from there. And you can, and if there's any unwanted behaviors, those can be stopped. And that, you can do that through a consult um, with myself. And again, all this is on Solid Canine um, uh, Academy. But also, if you get an annual membership to our community, Green to Graduate is actually in, included included that's a 500 dollars course in itself so like you're gonna get a discount by joining the community yeah yeah can you scroll on that for some reason a comment on there is not showing on here how far how far down just a little bit up up right there oops julie said troubleshooting bad behaviors is so good and i love your sweater joelle oh thank that's you right. oh the new course in the community yeah it's good right yeah. I, I tried to like granted it's a two-day seminar so i'm like who the hell wants to watch that much content like mm, i took yeah. out a lot of like the side talk and like a lot of people's shit, like personal shit, stories shit, like yeah. i was gonna like put their information out mm, there like that but mm. i tried to keep like mm. every big bad behavior module mm. pretty much mm. in there it's very also, educational yeah. Also, yeah. it's just educational moment it's not a sweater it's her pajamas these are my pajamas <laughs> these are her pjs which are even more exciting because <laughs> you wear them all the time that's you can't wear a sweater all the time but yep next I, I would go out in public with these. I don't sure. give a shit. Absolutely. Um, this Vichy says, hello, J&J. I did not let my nine-month-old Aussie meet dogs or people as of now. I kind of like the look on people's faces when I tell them, no, she's in training. Yeah, and that's, and that's it's, it's an interesting, it's a foreign concept to a lot of people. And you sort of, they sort of get taken aback when you tell them that they can't pet your dog. They actually take it personally, which is sad because it's not their dog. You know, you can't sit in my car. You can't just like open up my shed and, you know, take my stuff. And you can't, you know, you know, um, you know, pick up my child. Um, so I, I think that, but, it, but the problem is that a lot of problems arise from that. And then people will say, well, if your dog was well-trained, I'm like, well, we have well-trained dogs. You, you, if someone walked up to our dogs and pet them, everything would be fine. We just don't want people to do it just for, you know, practice what we preach. Um, so, and, and that doesn't mean if you, if you, if you have company over your house and your dog is like, just like a safe dog and is just walking around the house and people are petting it. We're not saying that's wrong. The we're saying is the walk is, um, the walk is work. I always remember that. The walk is work. Next. 
Joyful canines, as apparently XL bullies in the UK have rage syndrome due to inbreeding, etc. Hmm. In the USA, they corrected it, apparently. That's, that sounds like a bunch of <gasps> yeah. fucking bullshit to me. Okay? No. I, there's a few things that are different. Okay? We call them french fries. You call them chips. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like, you know, but as far as this, like, you we, guys do tea, we do coffee. It's like, it's like we corrected it. Really? Oh, really? And you didn't? No, that's bullshit. It's total, total They're probably bullshit. just having more issues with any bigger breed because power they, dogs they, They've also there. banned e-cowers. Right. They've banned, um, 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 no, I'm they're sorry. They're, I'm sorry. Telling your dog no. I'm sorry. They're, they're going to be banning, but I think that might be putting a kibosh on it because 300,000 people use them and if they can prove that it's it'll also prevent livestock killing as well but it's not all it was was just a bunch of people screaming and yelling that oh my gosh these dogs are dangerous and we should we should ban them it's, it's it's a ridiculous thing but that's where people have stopped people need to start standing up standing up for their rights next you know what's interesting and i'm like probably we're I'm going to get flack just for saying this, okay. but I will say. I'll take it. You want me to say it? <laughs> since I've started, well, when I was rehabbing dogs with you for yes. five years, yep. I think, and not I think, I know firsthand, I saw way more vicious not, Rottweiler non -bully breeds. than bully breeds. Right. Not only, not only Rotties, but like our small breed dogs. But it's so easy to like, oh, we can lump them all into this category. But it's like, I mean, granted, we only work with like some pretty hard dogs, but definitely more like Rottweilers. And yes, some small dogs that I would call beyond ag aggressive. Right. And right. they were not. They were people. dangerous. They were biting people in the face. And yes, and, we've yeah. had some dangerous pities, but they turn around just fine with training. Yep. And like, yep. But there's not this huge, there's most likely not this humongous problem. And with social media, unfortunately, it probably makes it look like it is. Yeah. Um, but statistically, in the U.S., we know it's not. We know it's not. Next. No. And I'm not, like, hating on Roddy's. Trust me, there's good Rottweilers out there. I'm just saying. It's, I just find it strange that you can lump a breed into a category like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we just used our experience, it's like. Pitbulls are fine. I think if you talk like, to most dog trainers that work with aggression, they can probably say the same thing. Yeah. If you were, that's the thing is like, you're not talking to the people that actually are in the arena. You're not talking to the people that yeah. are in the arena doing the work. Next. Um, Gina says, Amber, I vote do the board and train before the pressure builds and your dog ends up doing something you can't take back. Then things get real pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it can. And then also we work a ton with you. We work so much with you to really help you understand what is going on, what's going on. But if you don't want to do that, just get, you know, just jump on our courses, start out with, you can get the, the leash reactivity course. It also, a lot of dogs are not truly trained up to a standard that's acceptable. Um, they're, they're in for the real world. The green graduate will get you there as well. Um, so you know, give, you know, those, those, those are a couple of options, a couple of options for you. Next. Snuggle Bun said, what are your thoughts about this highly contagious mystery illness going on with dogs right now? I've been hesitant to take my dogs to pet friendly hardware stores, even though I don't let them interact with other dogs. Oh, like the virus or whatever. I keep hearing about that, but so you, I don't know. You're, you're, this is keep in mind, more dogs walk down your sidewalk than walk through Home Depot. 
most likely, because not many dogs go to Home Depot, but a lot of people take their dogs for walks. If you go to a park, go to the woods. Here in Florida, the amount of stray dogs just running around everywhere. Right, they, they go everywhere. everywhere. So they're in people's driveways, sidewalk, street, lawn, and then you they'll, they'll be they'll be in parks. They'll be they're everywhere. So you know, bottom line is, you know, a dog or a human or any species can get sick. It, it you know at any time. You know, we're all in God's waiting room. So I think. I don't have much of an opinion on it other than I would not, I would stay out of like, and then you've got daycares, right? Then you've got daycares. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I would stay out of a dog park, but I wouldn't stay out of, which I do anyway, but I wouldn't stay out of a hardware store, bookstore, you know, um, all the, all the, all the pet friendly places next. Amber says, wow, thank you guys so much. I was listening intently. Okay. Great. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. We, we specialize in, you know, a lot of bad be- mm-hmm. stopping bad behaviors, leash reactivity. But, you know, we, I, did, I did a monthly seminar in Providence on leash reactivity. And if you scroll through old, 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 not that old, but, you know, two, three, four-year-old um, content in our social media, you can see um, – the seminar is actually one of the leash reactivity courses that we have on Solid Canine Academy is on the, se- the leash reactivity the, the seminar. seminar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joelle, you know, filmed that and put that together nicely. Next. Kim said, share the love. Yes, Kim, we appreciate Kim, it. Thank you, Kim. Sabrina, the amount of misinformation around resource guarding out there is infuriating. You guys are the only ones who tell it straight, no bullshit, and give a surefire way to fix the issue. Thank you. I don't know if, we're, the, I don't know if we're the only ones, but being doing this for 20 years, podcasting and radio showing for 16 years. Um, the clip uh, you put up today was so funny. Yeah. So classic. <laughs> we look like babies, didn't we? We do. <laughs> I'm like, wow, entrepreneurship has aged us, man. <laughs> me, anyway. Me, well, look where I am, you know. Damn. But I think um, resource guarding, we can stop resource guarding in seconds. And a lot of people will say, oh, you're suppressing the behavior. It's like, okay, that's how you stop an unwanted behavior. You suppress it. Suppression is not bad. We all are capable of doing great harm to anything. I suppress my road rage every day. No, you don't. <laughs> and today you had a parking lot rage. So Joelle has got really bad road rage. Could you not? You do not. You're looking at this camera and, and, and it's straight. I do not. Joelle, you want me to get Angela in here? <laughs> Beeping the horn and like flipping people off. Well, you're not, I, say, I say stuff to myself. You're not, you're not taking your gun. Nice you're, not, you're, you're not taking your gun out from. The people drive no, terribly. You don't say nice, but no, you, you, you have got road they rage. They use directionals. They slam on the brakes all the time. So you want to learn how to drive badly, come to Florida. No, no. Rhode Island was worse. This is the thing. You have road rage, and today it it was it was. I suppress it ninety eight percent. You of the put time. it into parking lot rage, and this parking lot was small. And um, but anyway, but resource guarding is incredibly easy to stop to eliminate, and dogs can resource guard anything they deem valuable. And the the the, the information that's out there about how to stop it again is almost like that five minute um, you know, for separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the most ridiculous ridiculous um 
it, it actually, some of it actually trade with the dog and increase reinforcing. You're literally reinforcing. If I wanted to create, so create, if I wanted to create um, uh, a resource guarding, I would take um, the advice of almost all these people to make my dog be a resource guarder next. Alicia says, is it wrong to have dogs in the crate when you're not home? This is what me and my mom no, do when we're out. For, yeah, of course. Crates are for. Absolutely. It's a hundred percent. I'm sure someone will tell you it's wrong. But. No, it's the safest place for your dog. Dogs should go in the crate and lie down. So we train we train every dog to go in the crate and lie down. Kennel up, lie down, kennel up, lie down. And we do it on unspo- the lie down part is unspoken. Absolutely. It's the safest place for your dog. Safest place. And your dog could be in there for four, six, eight hours. I mean, they, they just can. It's and for you know, eight hours is that pushing it? Some people will tell you this. Six hours is pushing it for some people, but it's like people have to work. This is the problem: is that people are are they're letting their dogs control their lives. It's like no, 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 no. You have to. You, the dog's got to figure out how to work around us. That doesn't mean we can leave our dog for the weekend in a crate or for 12, 14 hours in a crate. That doesn't mean that. But you know. Ideally, yes, somebody would come in halfway through the day, at least let the dog out, take the dog for a walk. Ideally, um, you come home for lunch, you let the you let you let the dog out. But kettling up your dog is when you're gone, um, or when company comes over, frankly, is probably the safest thing you can do with your dog. Next. Okay, Wolf said Wonderside lemongrass smells amazing. Mm, yes, it does. It actually, it actually does. So good. I mm. love the cedar one yeah. too though. Cedar is good. Reminds me of like a log cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. So good. We used to use primarily cedar when we were in New England. Yes. Yeah, that was primarily. Yeah. Because it went with the, the house, the cabin esque. <laughs> Spray that shit everywhere. Yeah. On their bedding. Yeah, Mar- the Martha Stewart of Flea and Tick over here. Yeah. Next. Smell great. Hank, uh, dog has severe crate anxiety that lasts hours, even if we're home. Shakes, drools so mm-hmm. much, she gets soaked. Mm-hmm. We spend hours stimming when she stands, barks, but nothing works. What else can we do? So um, we're coming up with a separation anxiety course, Hank. Um, you might want to do a one-on-one counsel with me because it's, there's a lot of things you can be doing. One thing I'll start suggesting is this, though. What's the rest of the day look like? In other words, are you holding your dog accountable with everything? When you say down, how well does your dog down? When you say go to place, how well does your dog place? When you, how well does your dog heal next to you? Does your dog believe you? Are you doing duration work outside of the kennel? How does your dog go into the kennel, come out of the kennel? You don't have to answer these things now, but I'm just saying, no, there's a lot of, so much of our training with the program we have, there's so many things that we do that have got nothing to do with your problem and the problem goes away and we never addressed it because we did so many other things. Next. Harry said, love the honesty on this podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blunt as hell. And um, that turns off a lot of people. I, I can easily have a way bigger show. But then I'd be lying. And it's unethical. And I'm a Jewish yeah. kid from Cleveland, and that's not the way I was raised. And, you know, I will not lie to you. Nope. I will absolutely not lie to you. And it, and it, it absolutely, you know, I swear. Um um, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm loud. Yeah, we get a lot of those comments. Um, hmm. um, I'm, I go on rants. Um, um, I, I am bluntly honest. And it's all because I want everybody to have a better life for their dog. So some people don't like 
they don't like you know the messenger but the message though is is so important and a lot of people fine you don't like the messenger please listen to the message because i'm not going to lie to you i'm not and sometimes it's a hard you know, it, it comes across as, you know, a hard, you know, pretty abrupt to somebody. And it's never meant to be disrespectful or owner shaming or anything. But it's like, we have a major problem out there right now. And I know how to stop it. Like, like we know how to stop it. Like, we can stop all of these bad people. We put it this way. We do every day. Every day. We've been doing it for 20 years. And we, this is our specialty. So, I'm going to share the information with you. And a lot of people are turned off by it. Next. David, my two-year-old dog did not care about squirrels. I had to keep her on a leash for the last two months because of an injury. And now she loses her shit when she sees one. I hmm. correct immediately since she's on a leash still, but hmm. it doesn't seem to help. So um, it could be a timing issue. So the thing about a leash is you can give usually different behavior on leash and off leash. A lot of times a leash creates... Um, Frustration. If, if if the dog puts any tension on the leash, there's something called opposition reflex. The, the leash can actually create leash reactivity. It's so weird. Um, so your dog that was off leash before, it had more freedom. Even if it was like still stayed close to you and didn't care at all. But there also could be other mitigating factors because you just said, I believe he said he was injured, right? He was mm -hmm. injured, the dog was injured. Dog was injured. Dog was injured. So there could be other factors going on. Mm. So again, like I just told the other person that was having the crate issues, Hank, I believe, if, if, if I can remember correctly, um, what's the rest of the day look like? So start holding your dog more accountable for a lot of other stuff. And you'd be surprised how the squirrel stuff goes away. The best example is we still have not been able to film a don't chase our chicken course because when the dogs come in even if they get three to five days of training with us and even if they're known fence fighters and livestock chasers when we bring them to our house and we let them loose off leash in the backyard literally they're about 50 feet from the chickens we'll let them loose and we're like go ahead do what you want we cannot get these dogs to chase our chickens we can't get these dogs to run the fence line because of the three to five days of work we've been doing. The first three to five days of work is all leadership stuff. It's just leadership stuff. It's all in permission-based leadership. And then obviously they've started doing all of their, 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 their basic um, training. And we've also stopped most likely some other unwanted behaviors that had to be addressed immediately. Reactivity, crate issues, um, um, lunging at dogs, lunging at us. You know, we've had to stop all those things. So once you do that, a lot of these dogs will just be like, eh, fuck the chickens. Uh, joyful canines would likely more fear-mongering viruses or a new form of canine population control. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not... I hear it's more like in the northern states right now. It's like we're not hearing a lot about it down here yet. Yeah, I think I think a couple um, people have like sent us links and stuff, but just do your research. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there, there's you're always going to hear some horrific story. So you're always going to hear, you know, I know I know someone I don't know how many years ago it was, but, um, you know, his air conditioning malfunctioned and all the dogs in the kennel died, including including, I think, four to five of his own. Um, so obviously that makes social media boom huge like that travels around the world in a matter of hours. So if the dogs were found um, 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 dead at 
um, 3 p.m. By 4 p.m., the world knew about it. So I think with social media, we hear about a lot of these things. That does not mean this virus, whatever it is, is not a problem. I'm not going to discount it. Um, but is it really as big of an issue as we think? Next. Mm. Snugglebunsa, thank you. My team lead at work is afraid it's going to come through our facility. Lots of fear-mongering going on about it. Yeah, it could happen. I mean, you could also have kettle cough go through your facility, parvo go through your facility. You can have a, you know, you can have you can have a, a lot of things go through your facility. Um, but you know, you could also have a fire. You can also have um, uh, a humongous dog fights. You can also um, uh, have have an employee that does something. Um, like, you know, sets up a scenario um, that makes it look like you're abusing dogs or your kennels are like beyond filthy, or unsanitary, unsafe, put it on social media, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, animal control gets involved. You know, that could happen. Um, you can have somebody like, you know, make up a story um, about you, put it on social media. Like, anything can happen that could um, destroy your business or destroy you, um, impact your staff and impact dogs. Like anything can happen. But, you know, I think statistically, like a lot of these things are not happening. So we have to be careful about that. Next. Brooke says, finished chaos to control and onto green to graduate. Absolutely loving everything. Awesome. After green to graduate is green to graduate too. LOL. I'm stoked. Good for you. Awesome. It, interesting. Interesting. You did it because a lot of people do the, the, um, Green graduate first, but obviously you had to address leash reactivity first. Boom, stop that. Now you're going to your core um, obedience stuff. So, which is which is which is sort of um, what we can do as well. But a lot of the dogs that come into our facility, we actually don't take them for a walk. Walk for sometimes the first week, we work on their core fundamentals first. But congratulations, good for you. Keep it going. Yeah, but we stop the explosiveness on day one. On day one, sure. yeah, on day one. Yeah, we stop any if explosiveness. A dog can't be in our facility if it's popping off on every dog it sees. Yeah. It just doesn't work. As well way. as we stop whining, we stop barking, we stop, you know, um, we stop so much on day one. So much. We have to. We have to. Brad says, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, hey Brad. Brad. How are you? Obviously, it sounds like me, Joelle. It's not your fault. Most people drive like schmucks. So, first of it's all, true. I can appreciate the Yiddish, okay? But this is the thing. You saw it today. That guy didn't slammed on his brakes and did not put his directional on. And he had a beautiful Corvette. It's like, yeah. wow, you want to get rear-ended? Right, exactly. It's like, with a keto, you've got a really, really nice car. You think you would try to be safer. Um, and, he, you know, so this is the thing. I drive the same streets as you do. Mm -hmm. All right, I don't have road age. <laughs> Next. Give <laughs> Spring and Angelo come in for the tiebreaker. So you're good at suppressing your frustration. No, I just don't have it. I'm not. No, I, I let him have it. I saw this light thing. Everyone was sending it to me. I'm like, well, I guess a lot of people know I have road rage. Sure. It's like a light up thing that you stick on your car. Yeah, you and you can like mm -hmm. give him the middle finger. That's a great way to get shot. I'm like, I need that. No, don't you dare. Why? You're gonna shot. My God. That's if why. someone shoots you over giving him the bird, give me a break. It'll be too late. And they will. Alicia, my pug and mom's pug. Okay, so you both have pugs. Okay. Got it. Mark the house, okay. my golden dozen. We are gone only two hours. So how could a so your dog's breaking out of the crate Those and then marking pugs. your dog's breaking out of the crate and then marking the house? Hint, hint. Crate your dog. I know, and I thought she said that they do. She, I think she just said we crate the dogs when we leave. How can it mark the house then? 
Unless it's I mean, someone it, else. It could but piss I swear out. it was a can. Like well, it can't pee out of the kennel. That way that it can do. Now I gotta go look back. Yeah. This is what me and my mom do. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Are they peeing out of the kennel? That's interesting yeah. if they are. Some dogs do. Some do. Some dogs pee out of the kennel into the next kennel. Especially if they're onto another dog. Yeah. Next. Carrie, Jeff, would you still consider doing that podcast about different topics to do with being awake? There's so much bullshit and misinformation out there. Would love to tune into that one too. Being awake? Like your wake the fuck up show? Well, I do. I'm doing two two a week now on in in our community, which you can join. And then I've got we were doing three of 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 these. I had to cut down. I just had to cut down on podcasts, and I also wanted to add a bonus to it too. So I had to cut down on podcasts. I've had to cut down on a lot of stuff. I had a pretty serious health um, emergency to myself. So, um, but I talk, but I rant about a lot of that bullshit on this show, though. Mm. So, what do you want me to rant about? <laughs> we should create a spinoff, Jeff's rants. That could be just just the Wednesday show. Maybe Monday and Friday is the Q and A show. Yeah. Hank makes sense. I'll keep my eye out for the course. Thank you so much. Awesome. But but Hank, you can start doing start doing other stuff prior to, prior to that, right? Start you can start tonight. Yeah. bonds. My papi is in her crate for eight hours on days I work. My dad lets her out halfway through the day. Mm-hmm. She also sleeps in her crate. Is this too much crate time? So you know, some people will say yes. Some people say, well, "Why do you even have a dog?" Um, and this is what I say. I say, um, "It's your life. It's your dog." I'm sure you do plenty of stuff when the dog's out of the crate. Right. As long as you're meeting their needs. And could the dog be in the crate less? Sure. But it can't be because it doesn't work with your life. So what do we do? Find a new owner? No. We turn the dog into a shelter? No. So you're giving it the best quality life that you can for now. Or maybe for the rest of the dog's life. When so- I was in the corporate world, I mean... Wes was kenneled up, and I would come home on my lunch breaks. I'd play chuck it, and I'd make sure I worked him hard before work, and I worked him hard after work. And right. then weekends, we would go on hikes That's and stuff. He, and like, when he was young, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really young. Like, I got him in eight weeks. Yeah. It's like, I got to go to work. Yeah. I'll see you at lunch. People, people have to work. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is so, you know, and, and, you know, this whole thing is like, well, you then you shouldn't have a dog. And I'm like, there probably are people out there that shouldn't have a dog. Um, but, you know, I mean... That's just the way it is. People have to realize there's, there's something out there called reality. And and you're fitting, you're skewing into that reality box. Next. They sleep most of the day anyway. Like, the, what's the difference between Tex sleeping on his bed right there? Or mm. if there was a, a, cra- a cage around it? Right. right. Like, they're sleeping. Right. But, yeah, we exercise them hard. We meet their needs. Right. So, yeah, today we did... Um, Joel did, Joel, we've got different roles, what we do. Joel is the morning chucket person with the dog. They go swimming during the day. I bike, um, Wes can't bike right now, but I bike, um, uh, so Wes gets an extra, he gets more walks and he might get an extra chucket session. And then I bike um, Tex. So, and, and these are high drive dogs. You know, they're, they're seven or eight years old now, but still, but they still are drivey dogs. And, um, you know, could in, in Texas and Malinois, could I be doing bite work with him? Sure, but I don't. Could I be doing all kinds of dog sports? Sure, but I don't. You know, Joel's got a German Shepherd. Can she be doing a lot of stuff? Sure, but she doesn't. You know, it's like, like it, again, it's called reality. Next. Um, bad news is we create eight hours on work days. We do 
work hard to make sure we're out working and exercising the dogs adequately on those yeah. days. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Um, Joyful Canine. Brooke works for me, so I assume she's doing an order she needs right now. She'll walk and supervise 8 to 12 dogs and socials. LOL. You bet they're not reactive anymore. She's kick-ass. Good. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. Like you can stop. Like A lot of this stuff can be stopped so, so, so quick. Incredibly quick. If you have got a really badly behaved dog right now and untrained and a dog with a bad state of mind, in four weeks, well, first of all, after the first day of training, your life will change with, with our courses. The Green Graduate course, life will change. In one month, you can have a four to six weeks. We do it. We Obviously, we're trainers. We can do it much quicker. Big deal. You know, blah, blah, blah. We're trainers. We do it all day long. But your average person that puts in an hour or 90 minutes a day, um, maybe not even that much, you can have an off-leash trained dog. Stop all unwanted behaviors. Have a great state of mind. In six weeks, like what were we doing six weeks ago? Like, you know, six weeks is not a long time. Next. Um. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Alicia said no. We crate them, but they can pee while locked in the crate. Got it. Okay. So the little pugs. So troublemakers. What we do with dogs like that is at the very beginning of the rehab process is we lower. So most people like shrink the crate from the back. So they don't have too much room, which is smart. But also you can make the crate, uh, the top of it lower. You'd have to like figure out a way to do it. Like it doesn't, most, no crate comes that way. Um, so the dogs can't stand up. Sounds mean, but it's like, no, the dog goes in the crate and lies down. That's what they should be doing. And then they start getting conditioned to that, getting conditioned to that. Also, um, start having timely um Sometimes people take their dogs out to pee too much. But marking and peeing are two different things. But um, sometimes people um, uh, take their dogs out too much. And when they're puppies, absolutely. But as they get older, um, be careful because you're not teaching your dog any bladder control. But chances are your dogs are, they're probably just mark, they're marking. So you'll have to start doing that next. Sid said, I signed up for the community, but I can't find it on the website or the online academy. I feel very blonde. No offense to any other blondes. I posted the link. Use the one that says solidcanonacademy.com slash private group waitlist. Because then once you put your email in, it'll like recognize that you're a member. It should. And it'll be like, oh, log in. If that doesn't work, send us a message on the website. We'll get it sorted out. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know you're a member. I, I know you signed up. So it's just a matter of, mm. you should have gotten like welcome emails, but you probably just archived them or whatever. Didn't mm. think anything of it. Um, let's see. Making sure I read all of these. Um, Brooke, I was too excited to dive into chaos managing. Now I'm at ease and can focus on the fun stuff. LOL. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it is. It's like yeah. at the beginning sometimes you actually... It's a shit show. You have to stop have to. all this this chaos. And then you're going to be like, okay, great. So now you're teachable. Mm-hmm. Now I can start teaching you. So that's what, that's like most of our videos are skewed towards stopping and wanting behaviors. And it's really funny because people are like, I'd rather teach what I want the dog to do. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. It's like, what do you, th- so let's see. So all these dogs that go through our program are off leash trained. How did they get that way? by teaching what we want, but we still have to stop all the unwanted behaviors. Um, 
I think it's really, really important that, that when you get people that are like, I'd rather teach what I want. I'm like, so you don't work with badly behaved dogs is what you're saying. Because if you did work with badly behaved dogs, you would understand the concept that even if you teach what you want, a lot of times that has got nothing to do with stopping unwanted behaviors. Um, the dog has to learn at least on a few things not to do something. They have to understand that concept of what no means. Next. Alicia said, I take them out every two hours to go potty since they're all males. That's probably too much. Mm. That's too much. I don't, well, I don't know how old they are, actually. So, but I mean, if they're more than six months to a year old, then you might be taking them out too much. You're not teaching them any bladder control. Yeah. 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 Next. That's it. And it's eight. We oh, did wow. Look all at that. the questions awesome. tonight. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. And don't forget Solid Canine Academy. There, um, we've got a Black Friday sale. Our community is um, uh, fantastic. People are really loving it. It's a really supportive fantastic group of people that are all just helping each other out. I and, love it. And there's just it's such a warm, fuzzy group and very professional-like. Um, that's because I'm not in it that much. Um, Joelle is a major, major, major um, contributor and viewer of it and keeping everything going. Um, as far as the, the, our whole digital side of the company, um, um, it's just incredible what she's doing. So um, check check out Sally Canine Academy if you're struggling. So there's some great courses there, 40% off. Also, we do this show, which is free every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, you know, we'd love to, you know, keep having you, you know, show up and feel free to just share the show. And, um, and then we have got some great stuff on Facebook and great stuff on Instagram as well. All right. All right. Madly in love with all of you guys. Everybody take care. Have a very safe day. Be careful. It's a crazy time of year. Um, uh, and uh, check in on your loved ones. Um, if your parents are still alive, tell them you love them. Um, embrace your kids. And everybody have a wonderful, wonderful um, night um, and a wonderful tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night.